Hello, this is the Duke Cast for December 22nd, 2023. I'm Lucas Baer, and I'm a member of the editorial board for This Is York. Join us for an in-depth look at the people and programs that make York High School great. On today's very special podcast, I had the honor of sitting down with the esteemed superintendent of District 205, Dr. Keisha Campbell, as well as the state superintendent of education, Dr. Tony Sanders, during his visit to Elmhurst earlier this month. During our discussion, Dr. Sanders talked about his vision for Illinois schools, the experience he brings from being in charge of the second largest school district in the state, and why he enjoys visiting schools so much. This is York. So welcome to the York Duke Podcast. We are so excited to bring to you all of the wonderful experiences in the experience and life of York High School. Today, though, however, we have a very special guest that has come to District 205 and stopped at none other than York Community High School to learn and to hear about all of the amazing learning experiences that our students have the privilege of being a part of from freshman through senior year. Without further ado, I would like to introduce to you, present to others, Dr. Tony Sanders, State Superintendent. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Sanders. Thank you, Dr. Campbell. It's great to be here. What a, what a wonderful, you're made for this. You're made for this. That's amazing. I we here at District 205 cannot say thank you enough. I shared with you as you walked in that we, as, as a part of the superintendents, um, just collaborative and colleagues, we talk so frequently about your presence, about your true care and compassion and wanting to get into districts and really interact firsthand with students and staff. So thank you. Thank you for taking time. Um, this is just, this is a part of your leadership. And so we're your presence. And so we're really, really fortunate to have you. I appreciate it. When, um, when the governor called me up and, and I applied for this position and I got to that final interview, um, the one thing I said, I have to make this position my own. I, mm-hmm. I have to be able to approach it the same way I approach my local superintendency, which means I've got to be around students and mm-hmm. faculty on a regular basis. So I've been fortunate to be able to carve out at least one day a week to not be at the office, but to go out to school districts. And I'm doing the same thing, trying to encourage my teammates to go wow. out and visit school districts as well on a regular basis. It's There's no other way to do this work. You've got to be around the students to see what's actually happening. Wow, that that is pretty remarkable because we know that there's a lot on your plate. And so the fact that you carve out a whole day, one day out of the week, um, just definitely speaks to, to your leadership style. So well, selfishly, I do it because I it, it rejuvenates it reju- me. Yeah. It does. Yeah. So I'm going to turn it over to our we have a phenomenal you you will have the privilege of meeting all of our students. Mm-hmm. But um, we have some pretty, pretty dynamic students here um, at York High School. And so here you have the opportunity to meet one other. Hi, uh, I'm Lucas Baer. I'm a senior here at York and I'm also a member of the editorial board of our student press. This is York. Um, so I just have a few questions for you today. Of course. I'll just get right into it. I'm only going to answer the easy ones, though. Okay. I hope that's okay. (laughs) I guess I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, 
Um, so what brings you to Elmhurst today? So um, again, as Dr. Campbell, I mentioned to, to her, I, I really want to try to be as visible in schools as I can. And uh, Dr. Campbell and I have known each other actually back in her time when she was in Chicago Public, but then uh, moving forward uh, through the many different associations, we've known each other for a couple of years since she got the superintendency. So when she reached out and said, hey, would you come to Elmhurst? I, I had to jump at this opportunity. Um, certainly the history of York High School and Elmhurst community uh, in and of itself is is just a phenomenal history and what a beautiful what a beautiful school awesome so um, i was just doing a little research on the college and career pathway endorsement mm -hmm. and i just wanted to clarify could you clarify like the intended purpose of it and is it like a newer initiative it, it, so the the college and career pathways really was an initiative in the legislature back in 2016 um we many districts were already implementing elements of college and career pathways before there was a state law kind of compelling it districts have to move in this direction by 2027 but again most were already moving this direction already um, and really the background of it i'll use myself as an example if that's okay my background i was never uh, intended to be a teacher or a principal. Uh, my parents were both educators and I thought there's no way I'm gonna ever become an educator. I wanted to be as far away from what my parents did as possible. And it turns out, uh, so my dad actually was state superintendent in Illinois. So I actually ended up in the exact same job that my dad had in Illinois, um, which is kind of ironic. But I wanted to go to school to be a disc jockey. Um, I, in high school, I was never exposed to anything in regards to radio or mass marketing or mass communications. Uh, not a thing. And so I went to college to study mass communications. My senior year, I got an internship at a radio station. I started working there and I found out that nobody else there had a, had a college degree. Uh, everybody was just a high school diploma and they're all on air. I'm like, well, I just spent four years and like a lot of money to become a disc jockey uh, to find out that the, the salary wasn't there really to support even a family. And so um, I think the earlier that we can expose students to different career choices, and in this case, really looking at at least eighth grade, trying to start making some decisions around, not that you have to commit to a career choice, but for students to have the exposure to multiple careers um, before they decide whether college is right for them or whether an apprenticeship is right for them, it's just a great way to, to help kids make a decision about what they want to do in their future. Awesome. I, I know you kind of touched on it, but is there anything else you want to add about why a student might want to receive this endorsement from the state? Absolutely. So I think that the biggest statistic is the number of times students will change majors in college. Um, research tells us that students uh, on average will change at least four times the, their major within college. Um, that's a lot of money spent to make a determination about what you want to do in the future. So the more that we can push these experiences into high schools and even middle schools, and in some cases elementary schools, the, the better uh, exposure students have to all these different options that they have available. So just in my brief time here so far in New York, I've met students who are in the culinary program where they're in the culinary program, but they, they have other pathways that they're considering, such as architecture. Um, but they see the, the, the crossover between those two different careers and recognize that exposure to a multitude of different options is always a good thing. I don't know if that answers your question, Lucas. Was that good? Yeah, that was great. All right. <laughs> um, so my final question um, has, or maybe not, I don't know. I don't know how much time we have left. Uh, but York has seen a, a dramatic increase in English learners in recent years. So what advice do you have for schools that are facing, facing these similar shifts in demographics while also integrating uh, a focus on these pathways? So um, 
English learners, that is the growing, the largest growing population in the state of Illinois. And uh, we're seeing it even more so now with asylum seekers that are being brought up from uh, from Florida and Texas and, and other places. Um, so I, I think the best thing that we can do um, is to address the needs that students have for for being bilingual. Uh, I, I'm just a firm believer that no student should have to lose a language to gain a language. So uh, my former district before I became state superintendent was school district U46, where I built a K through 12 dual language system. So we would have kids every uh, 12,000 of the 40,000 students were on, on path to graduate bilingual in both Spanish and English. Um, so that's just one of the things that I would recommend is considering, you know, how do you support your students through dual language programming rather than forcing, not just forcing students to learn English. We want students to learn English, but they shouldn't have to lose their native language to gain a new language. So I would always encourage districts to explore that opportunity to offer dual language courses for their students. The wiring and the brain is completely different when you learn a second language. Um, in fact, Dr. Campbell, you know the research on this. When you look at all the countries that outperform the United States on the, the PISA exam, and every one of them that outperforms the United States has one thing in common, yep. and that is that they require kids to learn more than one language. Yeah. So I, I, I think yeah. there's power in multilingualism. I think it's a superpower to, to know two languages. Entiendo un poco, pero no hablo muy bien. So I, I can understand Spanish. I don't speak it very well. Um, but it's one of those things that I wish I would have maintained uh, even better growing up. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Um, and so I know you've kind of you toured the um, the culinary stuff, and then also the business incubator. I was with you for that. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you see at York that specifically, or specifically York, that <laughs> exemplifies the goals of your college and career focus? I, so I would say even beyond that uh, is the culture of this school that I've witnessed already, just in the, just being here just a little over an hour to see the culture that's been built in this community, in this school community is pretty amazing. Um, to be in your, uh, in your newly renovated library uh, common space, what a beautiful space, but then you look down and see in the cafeteria a band, a rock band playing. I mean, it's just a, a great culture for learning and a great place for kids to wanna be. I, I wish I could go back to school and come to school here. Um, so if you have some sort of special potion that would make me a high schooler again, I would, <laughs> I would love to be a part of this school community. Um, so beyond that, though, I think just looking at the few programs we've seen already just really demonstrate the importance of, of um, various pathways for students. The culinary program that we've seen, the uh, incubator program, which is just an amazing program to help kids determine, you know, really come up with a business idea solve a problem and try to make some money on top of it. That's pretty amazing. To then come over here to this beautiful, beautifully renovated uh, studio. Um, another great opportunity for kids to learn while they're still in high school and graduate and go off and work in, in, uh, in any, any sort of broadcasting industry. It's amazing. It's a, it's a great community. Thank you. Lucas, you have done such a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And so I want to thank you for your, um, you know, Dr. Sanders, even prior to you coming, he has done extensive research 
and was able to really pull out your some of the areas of focus under your leadership and interest and to see that being brought up in this conversation was absolutely amazing so shout out to you um i, I think that here in district 205 i want to to say that you're saying you are a part of our community you are already a member of our community and because of your leadership because of your focus and the direction um, i want you to know that district 205 is aligned um, very very succinctly to that um, we have a mission here to educate, engage, and empower. Um, and part of that is about becoming global citizens. And it's also a part of, of that framework is about the purpose and the passion um, of career and exploration mm -hmm. for students. And we're being very intentional about that um, all the way um, from our mini Dukes is what we call our early childhood through our elementary, middle school and uh, York High School. So thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your vision. Um, and District 205, um, we are 100 percent in sync and in line with you. So Thank you. And thank you for your leadership. It's uh, it's inspiring. Uh, it's, it's great to see the the impact you're already having on a great administrative team here at York High School and all your all your schools across Elmer. So thank you for your leadership. Ducast is a production of the students of York High School. Episodes are edited by students in the YTV program. The fight song is courtesy of the York Marching Band. For more information about York High School, visit the links in the show notes of this episode. For York High School, I'm the Class of 24 Senior Class President, Taylor Tresnak. Go Dukes!